One of the voices you'll hear in this episode is that of Richard Metzger, who unfortunately passed away right around the time of this podcast launch. Richard contributed so much to the water industry over his career, and he epitomized our dedication to improving quality of life. We thank him for his service and are grateful to have his expert point of view in this recording. Hello, and welcome to Fit for Future Utilities, Arcadis's podcast exploring what utilities need in order to be fit for future. I'm Stephanie Kay, and we begin the series today with innovation. Coming up in this episode. People often think about technology when discussing innovation, but innovation is really defined by the value that comes from the changes implemented or empowered by technology and tools. When innovation is embraced, you know, I think staff really they know where to go if they have an idea and they're not afraid to share it because they know someone's listening. Allowing plants and processes, pumping stations to operate more efficiently. And that comes from you know, the widespread application of, of computers, software. That's where you know, innovations have had the greatest impact. Join me as I talk to three subject matter experts to find out how water utilities can foster a culture of innovation and leverage their most important asset, their people. Plus, we'll examine some utility innovation success stories today on Fit for Future Utilities. Jason Carter is water strategy and innovation lead at Arcadis. What do you think are some of the common misunderstandings regarding innovation? People often think about technology when discussing innovation. But innovation is really defined by the value that comes from the changes implemented or empowered by technology and tools. Another misunderstanding is that innovation has to be disruptive. But the vast majority of innovations are really incremental improvements on the things we do in uh, you know, really day in and day out. In fact, the, the definition that we've developed for innovation is that it's really the development and, and adoption of any idea that delivers value to the organization, to the customer or community. One other common misconception is that innovation is somehow limited to solutions rather than a way of thinking or even a culture, a culture of exploration and agility. And this difference is, is very important because building a culture of innovation requires a different approach to leading and managing organizations. Joanna Bruner is a senior management consultant at Arcadis. She says if we've learned anything from industry disruptors like COVID-19, it's that utilities need to be prepared for change. Why is innovation important for utilities moving forward? I think innovation is important to utilities moving forward because as awesome as it would be, we cannot predict the future. And the challenges today really may not be the challenges tomorrow. I think the COVID-19 pandemic really taught us this lesson. We must learn to adapt to the challenges that are thrown our way. Um, and innovation is a catalyst for that adaptability. It teaches us to embrace change. So when new challenges arise, we more quickly and openly adopt new technologies, processes, or services uh, to combat those challenges. Innovation helps develop the mindset that we need to face uncertainty, try new things, and to come up with different ways of working. And if a utility has an innovation program, it can provide the structure for this change and a view of where the organization wants to go and a place where staff can participate and contribute in that change. Richard Metzger is a water utility expert at Arcadis. He spent 30 years at a utility and says innovation can mean different things to different organizations. To a large degree, things like the COVID uh, issues 
have taken the number of I'm taking the utility perspective. Utilities have had to do things that many were very uncomfortable with and in many cases very difficult to implement. Working remotely uh, to a utility is very different than Arcadis having people work remotely. You have equipment processes, things that aren't necessarily as easily just hooked up to the internet and run remotely. So you can combine things like security and resiliency and you sit there and say, well, how do I do this in a really quick time frame? That's where an innovation program can help. Jason says innovation directly supports resiliency, in addition to other fit-for-future utility foundations like workforce and asset management. So I, you know, I see engaging or building innovation as a business practice as absolutely fundamental for all three of these things. Creating that adaptability and resiliency um, by continuously assessing, by engaging your workforce so that um, they have the opportunity to take part in uh, exciting exploration of new solutions, and then making sure that you are you recognize the assets that need to be replaced and how best to replace them and ultimately to operate them moving forward. And what does innovation as a management business practice look like? We'll start by describing what innovation as an established function looks like within an organization. And it's an internal function that is building, constantly building um, an understanding of the current business practice and current business processes. It seeks out continuous improvement opportunities. Uh, it studies emerging challenges that are on the horizon. It explores new approaches to these challenges. Uh, it empowers your staff to be a part of this entire process. So really upskilling staff and providing opportunities for collaboration to discover um, you know, new ideas, uh, new technologies, new ways of doing things to really create an organization that is, is agile and change ready. Now, how do you do that? And that was the subject of a research project that uh, we conducted with some leading utilities from around the world. And it was published in the Water Research Foundation project report on Project 4642, Fostering Innovation Within Water Utilities. And that study found that there are really three things that organizations can do to support innovation as a business practice. First is aligning innovation investments and activities with long-term goals of the organization. There are a lot of things um, and opportunities out there to invest in. Um, however, if those investments are not aligned with the core mission and success factors of the organization, uh, they'll be unsustainable. Uh, the second is creating a process for managing ideas as assets. So a process that facilitates the discovery of new ideas. Um, that can take those ideas and develop them and test them and ultimately deploy them. Uh, and the third is connecting people, uh, connecting people within your organization, uh, equipping them uh, to discover new ideas, uh, providing space for them to collaborate in the development of these ideas and connecting them with external partners to expand um, on exploration and adoption of new technologies, processes, services, and whatnot. When innovation is embraced, I think the ultimate goal is that we're meeting our customers' expectations while protecting public health and the environment. 
and also effectively combating those challenges as they arise. Um, but to do this, I really think there needs to be an emphasis on the organization's people because they're the ones who really make the decisions every day. They're deciding on how to maintain the assets, how to enhance the water and product quality, et cetera, et cetera. So when innovation is embraced, you know, I think staff really, they know where to go if they have an idea and they're not afraid to share it because they know someone's listening. What are some examples you've seen of uh, utilities demonstrating innovation? In the water industry, greatest innovation uh, is been in the instrumentation and control area because if you look at the infrastructure, a lot of it's not going to change things like pipes. It's hard to be too innovative with the conveyance system. You can be innovative with uh, replacement methodologies, um, but a six inch pipe is only going to carry what a six inch pipe carries, but how you replace it in terms of infrastructure. But the most innovation that I've seen over my career uh, was certainly in instrumentation and control um, allowing you know plants and processes pumping stations to operate more efficiently and that comes from you know the widespread application of, of computers software that's where you know innovations have had the greatest impact Jason says several utilities are showing what a difference a strong innovation program can make we have utilities that are achieving gains and their sustainability goals, uh, improving efficiency within the organization, in some cases generating non-ratepayer revenue, uh, gaining external recognition, uh, and effectively flattening their organizational charts, uh, really engaging staff uh, from top to bottom in the development of new ideas to generate impact. Uh, some examples that come to mind include WSSC Water, that's created their strategy and innovation office that is focused on building a robust data-driven approach for constant business process improvement. Uh, this group also has an innovation and research program that's conducting horizon scanning and asking the question, what should we be doing now to position ourselves for success on into the future? And as part of that, they're exploring new solutions and treatment uh, and approaches in, uh, to optimize pipe networks. In some, this is having an impact on the overall efficiency of the organization, resiliency, quality, uh, and sustainability of the utility. A second is clean water services. They're digging into their business practices and oper finding opportunities to reduce overall operational expenditures, as well as capturing and leveraging intellectual property to generate revenue. A third is Queensland Urban Utilities, who's built a powerful innovation program that boasts engagement of over 60% of their staff. Uh, not only are they getting such great participation inside the organization, but they're gaining recognition outside um, and have recently been rated as one of the most innovative companies in Australia. In March, Arcadis launched the Value of Innovation During a Crisis series. Group discussions among utility innovation leaders showed how a crisis can spark or accelerate new ideas. What are some of the ways you've seen utilities demonstrate innovation recently? Lately, we've really seen utilities embracing new technologies such as uh, satellite and acoustic leak detection, uh, drones, artificial intelligence, digital twins. Um, they're also exploring new processes for treatment and energy management, as well as automation. 
Um, they're even thinking of new business models and sources of revenue through regionalization, um, developing new products and services for their customers. I also think there is some innovation and planning occurring. But where do utilities start? Jason says the first step utility leadership should take is to recognize that the process is already underway. All organizations have an environment for innovation. They can range from toxic to healthy. And this is either a drag or a, or a catalyst on organizational performance. That's an environment where people are either, uh, you know, connected and encouraged to think differently and to seek out opportunities to improve performance, or there, it's an environment that um, really discourages folks to depart from the way that we've always done things. Right? So, you know, first is to recognize that this environment exists within your organization. The second is really doing a an assessment to define what does that culture look like. Now, there's a plenty of tools out there. Uh, we've mentioned a few. Uh, the Water Research Foundation provides some that allows you to really reflect on your organization and answer the question, you know, have we effectively defined focus areas for innovation? Are we investing resources? Do we have a process uh, that helps capture ideas and develop them? Are we connecting people and really upskilling people uh, to help discover these, you know, the, these new ideas? Um, there are case studies out there that provide some great examples uh, of organizations that have effectively uh, embedded innovation as a business practice. Uh, and the third step is taking all of that, you know, the case studies, the self-assessments, um, and developing a strategy for moving forward. It's important to recognize the successful practices at other organizations, but it's critical to translate that and tailor it to your organization. So an innovation strategy should outline the expectations, the resources, uh, as well as those build those tailored building blocks that you want to uh, embed or put in place in your organization to foster innovation. Richard says before you get going on a program, you have to follow the money. Uh, if the budget is driven by energy, then energy is a place to look for innovation. If the budget is driven by infrastructure, it's looking at innovations in terms of can you do the infrastructure renewals and replacements um, more efficiently, more effectively. And it's always it's always in terms of where to focus becomes, you know, where you got to watch the money or follow the money, I guess, because that's where you're going to get buy in uh, from senior management boards, uh, councils uh, will fund things that have payback. Joanna thinks the most important thing a utility can do to build an innovative culture is to take action. And that starts by listening to your people. From our experience, that first step. Uh, might be just getting out and talking to staff. You know, that's a great first step and first easy step. You know, find out what past success stories they have, what ideas they currently have, and what are their challenges. Not only will this help you build your initial idea pipeline, but it also helps you find those bright spots in the organization. You know, where in the organization is this is innovation already happening and it's working, and how are they making it work? So we can try and replicate that process in the future. Um, going out to talking to staff can also help you build a program that aligns with the organization because you're trying to um, tackle some of the challenges that are already out there. And it also, from the start, you know, let staff know that you're here to support them and their ideas and you're here to listen and you want their feedback throughout this 
entire process. Thanks for listening to the Fit for Future Utilities podcast series. In our next episodes, we'll examine how utility resilience, intelligent water, advanced asset management, and workforce are keys to a fit for future utility. In the meantime, to learn how Arcadis is improving quality of life in communities around the world, visit www.arcadis.com.